Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, welcome to our podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist. My name is Nasser Pasha, and we are welcomed here today with our outdoors expert. <laughs> I'm an expert in everything, according to you, which is fine. Actually, very little things of actual value, but I'm messed up. <laughs> Being an outdoorsman is uh, definitely a skill. If there's a whole list of boxes I could check, and I could check as many as I want to be an expert in certain categories, I'd probably choose outdoor knowledge because you never know i mean it's always good to be able to do things in the outdoors to case a bad situation arises and you get stranded somewhere i think i would be called an indoorsman actually (laughs) i'm an expert in all things indoors no that's not true i actually love the outdoors so coming from the person who 80 percent of actually no probably 90 percent of the time we record this your lights go off while recording (laughs) indoors but uh, yeah, an expert nonetheless. That's because the the motion sensor, which I have been too lazy to fix, is too far from me. So when I'm re- <laughs> the place that I record, I, if I'm too still, then it goes off. That's part of the effect. REI seems like something you would be a store you would like. I love that store, <laughs> absolutely. And and I found out I've never been to it, but out here in Texas, there's a store called the Academy or something, and I think it's like something similar but I haven't actually been there, but it has a bunch of outdoor stuff and things like that. Yeah, so you're you're probably more of the outdoors expert than I am, but I've, I've been to REI a handful of times. It's got some pretty cool stuff, but if you like, really, you know, if you like stuff like camping or hiking, things like that, then this is right up your alley if you haven't been. It is expensive though. I mean, it's it tends to be sometimes twice as expensive of things that you can get the same thing online and so forth. But you know, it's quality stuff, obviously. I don't know if obvious is the right word. It's, you know, just because something's <laughs> expensive doesn't mean that it's quality. Well, that's my rule. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe maybe the reason stuff's so expensive is because they close down on major shopping days, which is exactly what's happening here. And it might be something that listeners might have heard in the news. I think not only are they doing this, but they're pushing this whole marketing campaign, actually like a full brand redesign over this opt-out Opt outside. Opt outside. The, yeah. You're talking about the, yeah, the yeah. hashtag. Yeah. So they are not only it's interesting. So it'd be one thing to close your doors on the Friday after Thanksgiving, which they are. But the interesting thing too, is they're also, I believe, shutting down sales on their website that Friday, which I guess you need people to work for customer service type stuff to run the website. But it seems like that would be a lot more personnel than just people in the stores. <laughs> well, how often does any online store close or does it ever, right? I mean, it's it's a pretty unique thing to see. And I just realized, I think I'm actually going to be opting outside to use their marketing lingo and buy into it a little bit this Black Friday because I'll be, my wife and I are traveling in West Texas and we plan on hiking trails back there. So on that Friday, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be outside. (laughs) I don't know how I should celebrate. I guess I should tag them in some social media posts so that I can help with their marketing. Yeah, we'll be on the lookout for that. This campaign's a little bit flawed in the fact that a lot of spots are pretty cold the day after Thanksgiving. So I don't know how many people are necessarily wanting to go outside, but. True. Very true. Well, I mean, they, they're based in Washington and so it's getting cold up there. I mean, it doesn't, depending on where you are, it doesn't snow everywhere, but. The Northwest is a little bit different, I think. But. Yeah, it is. Well, so anyways, they're, like I was saying, they 
are not opening any stores on the, that Friday after Thanksgiving. They're not putting up sales on the site. And that's the whole idea is to try to get people to, and in their case, it's to go outside. But I think kind of the bigger idea is for people to not have to spend time working on a holiday. Well, this wouldn't be a holiday, but the day after a holiday, when you're presumably gathered with family members, they want people to be able to share that time with their family. In this case, do it outside if you can bear the temperatures, I guess. Yeah. And it's funny, every every single year, I, I feel like I get the same question. Like, you know, most people have holidays off, but a lot of people that, you know, may know people that work or they, they don't know people that work on those holidays. They kind of presume that, you know, you're entitled to some kind of holiday pay or, you know, overtime or double time or, and so forth. In actuality, in most states that I can think of, even in California. How many states can you think of? Probably three or four. <laughs> the, I, I, what's funny is we, we operated four states, but I can only think of three states. <laughs> impressive. But there, there's there's no requirements, requirements of actually paying, you know, having paid holiday or paying extra on holidays. Now, there's a lot of employers that do, and that's, you know, one of the benefits. And so that's why there's kind of a mischaracterization of all that. But this is obviously the opposite, and they're giving a paid holiday on the day after Thanksgiving, also known as Black Friday. I think that's the whole philosophy behind this is to build up that company. I mean, that's the whole idea of paid holidays in the first place is to make your employees happy. So they're kind of going the extra step in a day when people might have to work that, you know, let's say you've worked there 10 years and you've worked every day after the Friday after Thanksgiving. Well, now you don't. And on top of it, you get to be paid for it. So it's definitely a win-win. I mean, I don't know. There were other companies that have done this or are doing it now, perhaps, but this is the first big company I can remember coming out and at least saying they're doing this. I think it's the first time that I've heard of a retail place doing this. I mean, I, I think people are wondering, like, like they are definitely, there's, there's no doubt they're going to lose sales. Now, whether this marketing campaign can compensate for it, you know, that, that's another thing. But, but, you know, with this whole co-op thing, which you know we haven't talked about it. It really changes the game on how they approach these kinds of business decisions, right? Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of the dri- one of the driving forces behind it is the fact that they are a co-op. Which prior to hearing this story and seeing their new logo redesign that says REI and then co-op underneath it, I had no idea they were a co-op. Despite yeah, same here. I believe it's been that way for. I, I looked at their bylaws because I'm a legal geek like that, and at least like 1973, at the least, maybe even prior to that. What this is saying is they launched a new logo, one that includes the word co-op for the first time since 1983. Okay. So I guess the logo used to have co-op in it. Yeah, it used to. So point is they've been a co-op for a long time, which, you know, from a legal perspective, it's when people think of co-op, they pro- the thing that probably comes to mind is like a non-chain grocery yeah, store. Yeah, like, like a farmer's market kind of deal, right? And it's a situation where they don't really have anyone that works there on payroll, but the idea is everyone, it's a volunteer-based system, and everyone's supposed to volunteer you know, three hours a month or whatever it is to work there. I'm just throwing random numbers out. I don't know how many it would be required, but you have a whole group of members, and all the members agree to volunteer time. That way, you can kind of save costs as a whole you know it's not about as they would probably say the corporate corporate america just trying to get as much profit as possible distribute out to the shareholders etc this is a group of members as they call it all working towards the common goal of making things a little bit cheaper 
even if that's not directly said, it's, you know, the idea is that it makes it a little bit cheaper for them, presumably because they don't have to pay labor expenses and profits get thrown back into the company or distributed among the actual members. So it's, it's a beneficial thing in theory. Yeah. And this is kind of similar to B Corps or benefit corps in a way, not the same, but similar. And what's interesting, so anyone can become an REA member of their co-op. I mean, you have to basically, I think the membership application is like either 20 or 40 bucks, something very reasonable. And according to their bylaws, you have to spend at least $1 per year. And then <laughs> when every year through their profits, it's actually distributed to its members, but in a way that's, I, I think it may go back to like rebates and things like that. And it's also based upon how much you buy. It's, uh, you know, I didn't really dive into all the details, but. Yeah, I think if I remember correctly, it was something like they get, the members get a dividend equal to 10% of their full priced purchases at the end of the year. So it's basically like a 10% back on full price items. Which is not much different than just a regular membership <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> program, right? Yeah, and it's interesting too. I didn't know this membership thing existed because like I said, I've shopped there before and I've also been to other, I've been to a co-op grocery, every time I go to a co-op, I never know it. So I've been to a grocery, I've been to a grocery store before where I bought stuff and I tried to go to the front and they're like, all right, what's your member number? I don't, I don't know what that means. And so (laughs) it's like, well, it's a co-op. You have to be a member to shop here. That's the whole volunteer time thing. It's like, oh, I had no idea. I was like, well, we'll give you one free go around. And then if you want to come back, you have to sign up. I was like, oh, I probably, probably won't be back, but <laughs> yeah, that seems very typical it's, uh, of you, you know, you getting rejected from clubs, like we talked about last week and <laughs> from the grocery store as well. Yeah. So do you think this campaign they're doing and this whole closing down on Black Friday you think it's something that's going to catch on? You think it's something that REI's or even REI is going to do next year as well? I mean, it's it's hard to predict, but it's a good question. I really do think it's something catch on a bull. There are plenty of companies that are small and big that are willing to kind of take these kind of leaps. And I won't even be surprised if it just happens and REI doesn't even get the credit for it because it's just something that happens slowly but surely. And because, you know, frankly, it, it kind of makes sense. There's a lot of companies that want to give their workers off on Friday, but there's just so much pressure from a bottom line perspective that everyone's going to shop on that day. So, you you know, you have to do it. And so, like, for example, we have Cyber Monday and, and we have things that didn't exist before where perhaps instead of that Friday, maybe maybe it's Saturday or Sunday that ends up being the, to make up those those sales that you would have received if you were open. I think I'm with you on that. I, I can see this being a trend. I was on their site earlier and they're actually, I can't find the exact number now or where I found it, but they had the number of people that pledged they were going to. Oh, I just looked at it. Yeah, it's 744,692, but that doesn't include me. So I it's actually 744,693, but that doesn't also include my wife. So just add one more to that. Keep adding, yeah. It's definitely, I have to give them credit whether this works or not. And like you said, they're definitely going to lose sales, no doubt. Even if they gain some between now and then, just because people hear the story and like it. Overall, I, I would assume they're going to lose money. But anyways... I got to give them credit credit for doing it because it's a unique thing that I haven't really heard about before. And at least it's going towards something like it's a common good. Yeah. 
And to to your question, I mean, we, we've already seen plenty of other stores go the opposite. I mean, we yeah. we've seen we've seen the big chains actually open up early or open <laughs> up the night, you know, on on Thanksgiving night and things like that. Yeah, I know a lot of these guys have a lot of these retail stores have midnight starts or even before midnight, and that's probably going to continue that trend. But that's going to be the WalMarts of the world, you know, just to pick on them. I don't know what time they they open, but <laughs> it's going to be those kind of big retail locations compared to some of these, you know, more creating a company culture, creating an environment that people are shopping there, not just because of their their product, but also because of their service, because of what they're doing to, you know, society, et cetera, and to their workers. Yeah. And it's, it'd be one thing if there were people that work there were depending on know making money that day and needed to but that's like we said it's they're getting paid for the day it's a paid off. holiday yeah exactly yeah yeah so it's you know that's not going to be the issue either and so there's not a real if you have a, another company that's kind of arguing the the downsides of it to them you can't there's really nothing to go after rei for from that perspective yeah well, it's funny. I'm, I'm I am going to check this out because I'm sure everyone's going to go on Instagram and, and tag this. But I'm, I'm I have a feeling I'm going to you're just going to see a lot of people just out on their lawns taking a picture of themselves yeah. because where are they going to go? You know, they live in you know suburbia. Late November. What percentage of the U.S. is even fun to be outside in for longer than thirty minutes? Not probably not a huge chunk, but yeah. Well, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to go probably go biking too in West Texas somewhere. How west? San Antonio? We'll probably go past San Antonio, I think. I forgot what it's called, like Big Bend or some kind of national park. I can't remember. No one stalked me there. <laughs> Don't even think about it. We'll definitely be on the outlook or looking out for your tagged photo that you have. Yeah, I'll try to do that. I'm anxiously awaiting it. I should just post one now. <laughs> it's a picture through your window from inside. <laughs> That's right. Well, okay. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Yep. Keep it sound. Keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.